Alright, no, no, for real. We ready for the intro? Yeah, hit us with the intro. Gourmet and Gamer presents this random podcast. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Simplecast, GourmetandGamer.com, and YouTube. Oh, you got them all at once. I got them all. I remembered. Fuck. Oh, my God. iTunes, Apple, anywhere you want to stream, we are out there. Yep. So come holler at us. Yes, Let us know what you'd like to hear. Leave it in the comments. Message us. Call us. He has his personal phone number on the website. Blow his shit up and just prank call him. Yeah, it's it's not my personal. But if you want to think it is, then go for it. <laughs> yeah, but no, for real. If, uh, if you, we do have some regular listeners and there's some stuff you want to hear us talk about, even if we don't know what the fuck about, we'll still try. Yeah, we'll, we'll try. We'll fake it till we make it. 100%. We are both bullshit artists. We are good at it. And let me just throw that disclaimer out there. We have don't have a degree in any of the topics we talk about. We were talking about cryogenics and shit. Like, yeah, that no, we know nothing about it. I have a degree in internet. Yeah, I barely have a degree in culinary. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. So today I gave you a call and was like, you want to record because I was feeling some type of way. I was feeling good today just on the drive home and the reason why i think mainly is because i had time to decompress with my driving right i haven't been out in the field in a while like driving is my first time yesterday was my first time this week going out of the house and it just it gave me time to decompress and when i drive is when i usually get a lot of my thinking done okay and it allows me to reflect on just things that are going on at home life, work, all that kind of stuff. And I realized that today is going to be an appreciation day. Okay. Changing it up. Changing it up because I felt called upon to give appreciation to not only full-time parents, because what you guys do every single day is a miracle. Okay. (laughs) You guys deal with your children and your kids, especially with COVID and doing you know the nit schooling from home all that shit is super stressful i mean i have a four-year-old and she stresses me out beyond max but you guys do it day in and day out you guys are heroes honestly and i don't think you guys get enough credit for keeping your cool and composure the way that you guys do so i just wanted to throw that out there but um what i was going to talk to you about before we hung up on the phone was uh, omnivert. I think that's the term where you're both an extrovert and an introvert. I can be very extroverted at times when I go out. You know, I can be the life of the party, center of attention. I have no problem. But then a lot of times I'm very introverted, right? I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to be bothered. I'll make plans because they sound fun and cool. But then when it comes time to do those plans, I'm like dreading it. I'm like, fuck, this doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> And that's what I was talking about, like, the podcast. Like, I really enjoy doing the podcast, but when it comes time, you're like, hey, you ready to record? And I'm just like, I'm in the middle of a game, or I'm doing this. And so it's, like, dragging me away from whatever I'm doing at the moment. takes a lot for me. Having time to decompress, I think, is important, right? I think it's very important to to set time aside, even for, you know, full-time parents or people that need to just, just go out and take a drive for an hour. Turn on some music, some tunes that you enjoy listening to, and just really decompress and focus and and reflect on how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way. And 
that's kind of what I was doing today on my drive home was just kind of really reflecting on my behavior as of recently, especially with like Loli. I've been feeling kind of kind of bad because I've had to get on her so much recently just because of her not listening. But I don't want her in years to come to go back and listen to these podcasts. And it's always me complaining about her. I don't want her to feel that oh, okay. way. You know what I mean? And so I want her to know that I love her to death. I think she is far more intelligent than she needs to be at her age right now. Like, she is too smart for her own good. And she drives me up a wall, but I miss her when she's not here. Like, right now she's at your mom's house. And, you know, I miss having her around. I do. She just she just needs to listen better and we'll be perfect. Everything would be better. I promise. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's just what I want to kind of get off my chest today and kind of go into that. So what are your thoughts? No, I mean, about being an omnivert, I mean, I feel like I'm the same way, but I try not to make plans, any plans. I, I'd rather not make plans. Uh, I think Mallory's a prime example, like where she makes plans and she over plans on everything. Yeah. Like every detail is meticulously like timed out. Like we'll be leaving at 7.51 and 23 seconds. She has that timed out where we're in the car. I don't. I just go with the flow. Why about the seat of your pants? Oh, my God, yeah. I try to as much as possible. The only time I'm actually organized and stick to a schedule is when I'm at work. And that's because I feel like I need to be. Right. But every other aspect of my life, it's a, eh, feels like a good day to do this. Yeah. (laughs) And see, that's uh, that's where I'm at, too, being... You know what I'm saying? More on the introverted side when, like, especially since COVID and having an excuse to be closed off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's times where things will just strike me. Like today, I, I call it just like, hey, let's record today. I'm just feeling it. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling I'm in that mood. Let's get it done. You know? And, you know, that's why I called. I was like, let's do this shit. But yeah. then there's other times where, like, you know, I'll get this wild hair up my ass to just, I need to go fucking clean out my car. <laughs> I never got that wild hair. My car's always a it, shit show. <laughs> it just, you know, whatever, whenever the mood strikes me is usually when I perform my best. Not to say that, you know, I don't do well in other situations when I'm forced to be in those situations. But I always know that I'm at my peak when I'm in that mindset, that good mindset of let's get shit done. Right. Yeah. But I don't really get in those mindsets too often anymore. I think that's just because of being so closed off with COVID and having that reason to stay inside and not be bothered. It allows me to be, uh, I guess, more lazy, but just kind of do my own thing at home, right? Oh, Which okay. I enjoy. I absolutely enjoy that as well. So I'm more comfortable when I'm when I'm doing what I want to do. You know, if I'm forced to do something, then I feel out of place. I feel, yeah, I'm being forced to do something. So if like this podcast, for example, I enjoy doing it, and yeah. I'm usually dictating when we record, so. <laughs> yeah. You usually hit me up. Hey, you ready? Uh, yeah, let's let's do this tomorrow. That's or, me putting it off. Yeah. Me. I'm just like, uh. And then I'm having to call but, Debbie to, to be your assistant and be like, hey, can we. <laughs> there's sometimes, though, when it's because a situation at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If Loli is going to be home, I don't really want to record because I just don't want her distracting us or being loud and getting that, you know, in the background, all the noise and stuff. I want it to be intimate. as production quality as possible. You want right? it to be intimate. You want, you want me to yourself. I understand. It's okay. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> 
But on that note, like, so what do you do for your time for decompression to just kind of take time to yourself and reflect? So I'm very big on doing doing what I enjoy, right? Yeah. So I I probably go to work and I cut about maybe 10, 12 pounds of onions. But doing that repeated task of dicing onions, cutting onions. That's your time to cry. Yeah, no, not really. I don't cry anymore. But <laughs> it's your it's your camouflage. That's when you get in and you just let your tears flow. What are you okay? Uh, just cut onions, man. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> no, so but doing that repeated task, like it for some reason, it calms me down. If I'm mad or I do something that will make me mad, or that's what I do. It's weird. I can never do that at home. Yeah. When I'm at home, I need to keep my mind occupied. All right. Right. I don't know why, but I feel less stressed when I'm at work. It's when I'm outside of work is when I feel like the stress getting on me. Yeah, no, that's understandable for sure. Because at work, you're you're to your own vices, right? You get to you're focused on work. You know what's expected of you. But at the same time, you can kind of do what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. As far as that goes. And I kind of feel the same way. Like at home is when like even when I'm at home. Like, I don't take time to decompress. Like, when I'm sitting here playing my games and stuff, that's not me decompressing. No. You know, that's me keeping my mind busy and just doing, you know, playing games either for enjoyment or for anxiety reasons, whatever the case is. It's just the way that, you know, I keep my mind busy. Exactly. But I notice that when I'm working, like, either not really driving to somewhere unless it's a long drive, like I have an hour drive to a household or something, but it's usually when I'm driving home is when I really get to to do that decompression and really reflect on like what's been irking me or maybe, you know, why have I been so on edge lately and just different things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So can it also be with like the same four walls? You're seeing the same four walls every single day. And so when you do leave your house, it it kind of expands what, what you've been seeing. No, I think it more has for me, I don't think that's the case. I think it more has to do with the music. So, you know, I'm saying like certain songs will trigger the way that I'm thinking about something, right? Like I'll just be listening to a song, but I'll be in my thoughts, like deep in my thoughts and while I'm driving. And that's really the only time where I get to get into music uninterrupted and really get to get into my own thoughts and dive deep into those because I'm alone. There's no distractions. I don't have video games. I don't have the internet. I'm driving, I'm focused on the, you know, on my lane, what's in front of me. But at the same time, you can kind of zone out and just go into your head. You know what I mean? Kind of like with you cutting onions. Yeah. Right. It's something that you've done repeatedly over and over and over to where it's muscle memory. And you can kind of just, you can go into your head and kind of just get into your thoughts. Well, it's the same way with me with driving, right? Like, I'm consciously aware of what's of going on around me, yeah. but at the same time, I can really get into my thoughts and just get lost and, and really deep dive into, you know, thinking just Your about whatever. Life, yeah. yeah. I, I think that it's so important for anxiety, stress, whatever ails you at the moment is to be able to take time and do that for yourself. I think it's super important. So the only reason I mentioned the whole like four walls thing is because when quarantine was at its peak and we were all quarantined at home and I couldn't go to work, I need to be doing something, right? Yeah. It's taking a walk, 
taking Lofton to go play with Bubbles for two hours or yeah. taking a hike all the way up to, to the Target up the road. Like we, I we think did some, a part of that is in play, but I think it's not so much the same four walls. It's the people within the same four walls. Yeah. Being confined in this space with the same people day in and day out with no break, right? Yeah. Always being around lowly. Oh, no, that's not it. <laughs> but, you know... Having Loli, especially a four-year-old child, being cooped up and pinned up where she's used to being able to go to daycare, yeah. play with her friends, she they have recess, you know, things that will, you know, activate her her brain, get yeah. her, her imagination and being able to play and then learn and doing all those things where now she's stuck at home and, you know, we can give her her tablet to do ABC Mouse, give her workbooks to work on school. But she lacks that focus, one, because there's not other kids who are also doing that because, you know, a kid sees another kid doing something, they want to do it too, Yeah. right? Herd mentality. There's, yeah, that, that concept. But then also not having anyone to play with because me and Debbie's working from nine to five and she's bored out of her mind. I can't just let her go outside and play. She's four. She has to have supervision. Of course. Can't do supervision while I'm working. So, you know, and we try to make time after work to, you know, if she wants to play a game, I'm like, you know, after five o'clock, I'll play that game with, or, you know, you want to go to Nana's after, you know, five o'clock when we get done working, I'll take you to Nana's. You can go over there and play and hang out, do whatever. But I think that's also a part of the reason why she's so not really defiant, but just, I think, attention seeking at this point, whether it's good or bad is because she's just bored. Yeah. And the only you time know. she gets your attention or Debbie's attention between nine and five is when she's yeah. yelling or she's disrupting. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. And she doesn't understand the, gra- the the concept of work, right? She understands that she, mommy and daddy are working, but she doesn't understand why they are working. Why? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, we've tried to explain to her, too. Like, you enjoy having new toys. You enjoy food, having clothes. And a roof, but that concept's still not. She's a four-year-old at the end yeah. of the day. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I know. You but then four-year-old physics. It's it's still a four-year-old trying to learn physics. Right. But like, even just like me and Debbie can occupy the same space, hang out without even saying a word to each other. You know, what I'm saying I can be playing my game, she'll be reading her book, and you know, there'll be times where she's on her phone and she'll see a meme or something, and she'll laugh and show it to me and. I'll be doing the same thing. I'll see something on my computer and I'll read it to her. And, you know, we're occupying that same space. But at the same time, I think it's important too to have that break from each other just without being in the same room. You know what I mean? And not even being in the same, the same house, just having alone time to be able to just be by yourself. Yeah. That's one of the main things why I, I think me and Mallory get along so well is because we have our own things that we're doing outside of, the home you know yeah outside yeah. of her and i's relationship we still have a life so i mean yeah I, I just i think i think quarantine has made that harder for people and has brought in not unwarranted feelings but unnecessary feelings to the surface for a lot of people Divorce just because because of quarantine yeah well because you're spending every fucking second with someone they tend to <laughs> get on your nerves sometimes right yeah so but, I think quarantine was the best thing that could have ever happened to my relationship just because okay. I got back a lot of time that I missed when I was away. So I used to travel for work. Right. And so traveling for work and being away for work, I was gone a very long time. 
Yeah. This point last year, I was in Charlottesville, Virginia. So it gave her and I that time back in a sense. Yeah. To where we got to learn from each other, where we got to see what our quirks are. Did we get into arguments? Hell yeah. What oh, couple yeah. didn't, but we learned how to manage those arguments. Right. So. But yeah, again, like I said, Appreciation Day was, you know, I also want to give a shout out to Debbie as well for just dealing with me and <laughs> my bullshit. Because I know I'm not an easy person to deal with. And, you know, I can not really cause issues, but bring issues up just me being who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. A quirky individual with my anxieties and my mentality is just the way that I think sometimes. Like, so, you know, shout out to her for just being awesome and loving me through all of the bullshit. So, and to my kid, obviously, for being who she is, just the rambunctious, brilliant deceiver. All right, I need to make sure that she's not like holding a gun to your head or like off screen. Just nope. There's the dog. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Just like I said, I got to really get in my thoughts today and and reflect and just how positive I wanted to be as far as just how happy I am with what I do have, how fortunate I am rather to to be in a position where I I'm still working and I have a family and despite how aggravated I can get with Loli, how much I do love and appreciate her every day because, I mean, she is a blessing. I don't want it to always be me getting on here because that's ten- we tend to record after I've spent a week with her just <laughs> driving me crazy. And so, you know. It um, can come off. So, again, we're comfortable with each other, so we might say a lot more than we n- normally say outside to yeah. normal people so we that's what we record right we record our conversations yeah. and what we record is that unfiltered conversations that probably should be filtered for the outside world yeah, exactly yeah. well and that too and the other thing is being on the internet you know what i'm saying all that they all they know about us is the conversations that we give them on our yeah. podcast they know nothing else about our personal lives what goes on in our day-to-day you know not everything you see is the whole picture and so that's why I kind of wanted to take today and just give appreciation and give props where they were due. Obviously, shout out full-time parents, because I said in the beginning, if I could be a full-time dad and not have to work and just take care of my kid, I would do it. I was so wrong. <laughs> so very wrong in that aspect. You're like, like give me a full-time job, pension. I will yes. do that. <laughs> well, just I, I just, I don't think I have the mental fortitude or the patience to do that job because that is a job a full-time parent is a fucking job yeah and as much as i love lowly i just i need that time away to decompress and just get right in the head you know what i mean and i think i think that's important for anyone any full-time parents out there make sure you take time for yourself to just get away at least once a week to just be alone yeah you know so yeah, that was what was weighing on my chest today, and I just kind of wanted to get that off. And you well, I'm know. glad you did. I mean, how many times do you have feelings where you just can't get off your chest, or you don't have an outlet to, or we're right. you know to have this right when we can yeah. record it, we can talk to each other. Yeah, it probably would have been much more in depth at the time that I called because I was in that headspace, you know, like right then and there, it was fresh and the feelings were there. But like as I've gotten home. I had to finish working and finish a call and, you know, got into my games and stuff. So, like, it kind of waned a little bit, some of the stuff, because I know uh, there was a few other things I was thinking about that they're lost now. You know what I'm saying? They're just 
they're gone in thought because that's how you're it was works. a it, yeah well it was a <laughs> then and there or no, no, it's, no. it got it got pushed back and it's been repressed again until <laughs> another drive later yeah I, i've noticed that music plays a big factor on my moods too i have i have like a an upbeat playlist right but it's not just all upbeat music there's a l- very eclectic genre of music in my playlist from hardcore gangster rap to heavy metal to you know uh the five heartbeats it, it it's it's, it's everywhere there. There's some songs that just they they really they they hit different, you know what I'm saying? They really make you think about things in life in general and uh one of those songs was uh it's by Lucas Graham, 7 Years. Yeah. Right? That song Very is popular. one of those songs. Yeah, it, but it like when you listen to it, it really makes me think, Jesus Christ, time does fly. I am 30. I will be 60 soon. And what have I done? What have I accomplished? And not that I feel like I, I haven't accomplished enough, but it's the time's running short, right? And I need to cherish the moments that I do have with my family instead of always being so aggravated and on edge at everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have those thoughts as well, but in a very different sense. Like, if I were to die today, when am I leaving Lofton? Yeah. How am I setting him up? And so that's one of the main reasons why the first thing I pay off at the beginning of the month is my life insurance. So that way... He has something. Oh my God. Yeah. It terrifies me. If I were to go dead today, is he going to take over my debt? <laughs> I don't think that's something that should be passed on, honestly. Unless it's like a house. Yeah. Right. But like credit card debt and all that stuff, I'm pretty sure that dies when you die. Mm, I don't think it does. I'm pretty sure. Who are you going to pin it on? <laughs> my name? I'm dead. Where are you taking it? <laughs> You're eating that shit. It's it's your debt now. Credit card company. Like, no. Fucking but um, one. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, but like um, that that's another thing. Like life insurance. When I looked at it, you know, what I'm saying I always try to get the big one. If I do go out, I just want to make sure whoever whoever I'm leaving behind is set. Yeah, they're they're good. They're good. So. Oh, my sole beneficiary is often. Yeah. Like there is no, there is no cosign, anything like that. It's just straight Lofton. I have a living trust to where if I were to die, Mm -hmm. the life insurance will go directly to Lofton. But at the expense, if he's under the age of 18, it will go into a trust and then it will be dispersed within three years of like small amounts. Yeah. So that way he's not getting X amount all at once. He's plotting. He's (laughs) plotting. Well, they'll pay out life insurance if I get murdered or... No. If I die suspiciously, I think that's what it said. I mean, car accidents happen every day, bro. <laughs> Brake lines fail. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that was the main thing I wanted to touch on, was appreciation day. You know what I mean? Show some love to the family and to my support system, because I don't feel like I do that enough. I definitely don't do that enough, but yeah. Slowly, if you're listening to this in 20 years, I love you. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs or become a stripper. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only job. Please don't become a stripper. I will still love you if you do, but please don't. I Just don't put me through that. She's trying to pay through college, man. And, and I mean, that's understandable, but <laughs> I'll take out loans and debts so you don't have to, you know, you don't have to do that. 
There's nothing wrong with strippers. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I have visited. <laughs> I have visited a many strip clubs in my time, and I have enjoyed them all. I would just prefer if it's not my daughter. That's all. Just somebody else's the, daughter. It's a double standard. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't win this conversation. So no, by no means. Um, so continue. <laughs> all the strippers out there, power to the people. Slowly, I love you, regardless. So, yeah. go ahead. I think your foot is no. not is not far enough no. in your mouth. Just I'm I'm done digging. <laughs> hand me the ladder. Let me get out of this hole. Support system. Now that you mention it, who would you consider a support system? Uh, how do you mean? So my support system, single handedly, probably like Mallory, Debbie. I call Debbie about three or four times a week. Just because yeah. she's my sister, I love her. Yeah, and so, but she also is a great person to talk to because mm-hmm. I can do the absolute worst shit in the world, and she will never think less of me. Um, it's because it's you're her brother. Yeah, and... not me. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't work that way for me. No, nah. but a lot of people don't understand. Like, so I'm going off on a different tangent. Debbie raised me. Mm-hmm. That's all a lot of people don't realize. My mom worked all the time, right? So right. she never was around like she is for like Sanjasit. So the only person that I was really left with was Debbie. So I'm Deb- sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But no, for I real. Kid. Debbie was the one to make me dinners. Debbie was the one to make sure that I was up for school and ready to go. Debbie was was always there. Debbie was my mom when I was growing up. Right. As much as she shouldn't have been, she should have been a child herself. Yeah. So I talked to Debbie like she is my mom because at the end of the day that's who I that's who I see as a mother figure. Yeah. No, that's understandable. I think my support system, I mean obviously Debbie, cuz like I said she puts up with a lot of shit, not with me but like with my my issues, like my anxiety. You're um, and she helps it, well yeah, but she helps me a lot with that. Like if I'm if I'm having a moment, you know what I'm saying or something, I know I can always go to her, you know, talk to her even if she'll just tell me I'm being stupid. She still understands that I understand that I'm being stupid, but my brain works the way that it works. You know, she's there for me. There's been plenty of times where I've gone and laid down in bed, uh, you know, having, you know, knowing that my day has been a day of anxiety. And, you know, she'll just she'll rub on my head or my back and just lets me know that she's there for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then obviously there's my mother. She knows when there's something wrong. Just flat out, I'll call. What's going on? Nothing. No, 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 no. Tell me what's wrong. Like, mom knows best in that scenario for me. And then, you know, I got, I mean, I got my friends, but they're more, not so much support as they are. Comic relief. <laughs> comic relief, yeah, but they keep it real with you. You know what I mean? They're yeah. they're the people that you can go to and they're just like toxically fucking funny, you, you know? And they know who they are, but they're just, they're assholes, right? But I love them. You know what I mean? They're my friends and I know I can count on them for whatever. And then I got Kelly. She's an old roommate of mine. We still we still hang out a lot and keep in touch. She's a person that I know I can go to if I ever needed anything. She would always be there for me, and I love her for that. So yeah, I mean, I got I got a pretty good support system as far as family and friends go. So happy for that for sure. Yeah. Not really sure where to drag the conversation to there now. <laughs> if any of our our listeners out there need a support system, 
or you just need someone to talk to, feel free to reach out to us and I'll always listen. I may not give you the best advice, but you'll at least get some advice. Yeah, listen. Again, disclaimer, none of our advice. Not a professional. Not a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that Please out do, do not hold me liable, but I will listen and, and honestly be there, you know, for anybody for that matter. Because sometimes, you, you know, you, that's another thing. Like, you don't know what people are going through. Like, the people that you pass or that you see on a day-to-day. You know what I mean? You never know what someone's dealing with or what their struggles are. So, always just be kind to people when you can. Despite me saying I always hate people. I do always try to be mindful that I don't know what someone else has going on at home or what their situation is. So, they would have to really be nasty or piss me off really badly for me to just, like, fuck you, right? So the only time I get angry or I lash out or is when I'm anxious. Yeah. And I don't know why, but lines make me anxious. I get that poor irritable. old lady. I get irritable. I get I get disturbed. It's just Yeah, you you yell at old ladies. I get rude if you didn't hear my girlfriend <laughs> in the background. I just don't I, I don't like lines. I'm not sure because it's like it's wasting my time or I'm waiting in front of other people. It's not like I'm better. I should be going in front of them or anything. It's just, uh, I don't, I literally think that I did at Best Buy. I just dropped something because there was four people ahead of me. I said, nope, not worth it. Yeah. And Debbie picked up the ball and was like, it's yours. <laughs> yeah. Well, you better get a fast pass when we go on vacation. Oh my God. I, I can't tell you how many tickets I got because I just go through the fast pass. Yeah. Yeah, I just take the ticket. I'd rather to pay the forty-five dollar toll. Fuck it. No, 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 I mean when we go to the vacation on the lines for the ride. Oh, you better get a fast pass so you're just not waiting in line. Thank God Mallory did. So yeah. we went to Disney World last year. Yeah. Thank God she did, because <laughs> even the fast pass lines was making me like anxious. I, lucky I didn't have a knife. I would have stabbed a bunch of little kids. Just massacre. <laughs> The Disney massacre would have just straight up happened. Well, that's uh, we went to um, when we went to Harry Potter World. Um, the first day, I didn't. It was just a la carte, right? We did everything, no fast pass, no nothing. We were there for fucking sixteen hours or something, dude. No, from sun up nope. till sundown. No, nope. we rode all the rides. But I'm telling you, by the by the end of the day, my legs and back hurt so bad, like I could like I could barely get out of bed the next morning. And we were supposed to go back, and I was I'm just not I'm not in shape for this. I'm not built for this. Like <laughs> you're built <no>. different. <laughs> yeah. So when we got there, I seen somebody at the um, the cart line, and I was like, wait. I was like, is this legit? Like, you don't have to be injured to get this? And they're like, no. They're like, you can just, 75 bucks, you can rent it, and it's yours for the day. I was like, here you go. And I got <laughs> one of those little scooters, dude. And I took that scooter everywhere. You know the best part about the scooter? What? You get to jump the line. No questions asked. They're just Holy like, come shit. on. The first couple lines, I try to, like, pretend like my knee was hurt because I felt bad because I was cutting all these people. But after like the third ride, when I just that rolled up and they're like, "Come on in," I was just like, "Later, nerds." <laughs> I just went to the front line, and the day after that, uh, Debbie and them went to the beach, and I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna go back to the park <laughs> by myself." 
I got another scooter, <laughs> and I got I got to enjoy the whole park by myself in all its glory, just driving around, eating churros and shit. It's like, oh, man, I was that. I was those people you look at, and they're like, there ain't nothing wrong with that motherfucker. He's just lazy. You're right. You know I what? was. Obesity is an illness now, so boom. Wasn't even obesity. It's just lazy. <laughs> but you know what? I paid for that $75 for that car. I drove that motherfucker everywhere. But see, you paid. You got the perk. Yeah. They even put it on the train for you, so when you get off the train, it's right there waiting for you. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I got to go to the track to track or the park to park or whatever. <laughs> boom. Good to go. The shit was, it was fun, dude. I had a good time. This Holy shit, was a blast. shit. Talking about Harry Potter World. Mallory's watching Harry Potter from one all the way to eight, and then we're gonna watch Fantastic Beasts. I am yeah. super excited for her. We just yeah. finished one yesterday. I'm pretty sure you told me this. I think on the last podcast, or maybe it was just in conversation. I think it was in just in conversation. We have we talked uh, too many times. Yeah, we do. It, it gets blurry when we're recording and not recording. But yeah, I, just I'm keep surprised in mind, she's. I'm always. You said she's. <laughs> yeah you said she's never read the books either correct never read the books never watched the movies she needs to read the books too because the books are better holy shit i just read something online we could rent out an entire movie theater for 20 people for 150 dollars and watch up-to-date movies why haven't we done it i mean do you know 20 people do we need 20 people no exactly you tell me I can I mean, have a theater to myself? Yeah. For a buck fifty? Can we watch whatever we want? Yes. We bring our own movies. They have like a family favorites, and they have like a list of like a hundred movies. For oh, so they are they have everything on there for a hundred dollars, and then they have. Why? Wow, what, what were you gonna bring? Pornhub. Boom. <laughs> 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 no, I just uh, want the cinematic theater. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one, see it on the big screen, the silver screen, right? Uh, no, I was just curious if like we bring our own movies and shit. But nah, so you can. I, pay, I like, mean, I don't have any movies. You really. can pick the I family favorites for ninety nine, or you can pick up to date movies like the theater release movies at the current time for a buck fifty. Now a buck fifty is that you get to watch one movie? Oh, I don't know. I didn't read it that far, but I just read like. Well, because that's what's important. I'm not spending 150 to watch one movie. Fuck, I will. I, I'll just stream it at home. Wonder Woman 84. Watched it right here in my t- my living room. But it was Comfy. a trash movie. I, I mean, it wasn't great, but I'll pay still. a buck 50 to watch Goodfellas up in theaters. But I mean, we can watch Goodfellas at home in our PJs comfortably. I could watch I could watch Goodfellas in a theater for buck 50 in my PJs. I mean, I do go to the theater in my PJs. It's not unheard of. No. I go to the store in my PJs sometimes. I just don't care. I'm comfortable like that. Listen, I'm the same person that will, will drive two, two and a half hours to Louisville to watch one movie and then drive back. Yeah. I mean, if that's something y'all want to do, I'm down. It's whatever. Make it happen. Oh, my God. I want to see if I can convince the theater to just let me watch all three Godfathers. <laughs> that's a sofa. long time. Oh, like what? Two and two and a half hours a pop? Yeah, just about. Yeah, <laughs> but they're god tier movies. No, I mean I'm not disagreeing, but we should do the Harry Potter, one through seven, part one and two. It's one through eight, bro. Yeah, yes, technically. That way she can get the silver screen experience, we like it's give, meant to be. 
we had to convince a- an AMC theater to let us do one through eight. Is it only AMC? Yeah. Okay. I mean, shit, they're about to go bankrupt anyways, right? I don't know. I think movie theaters are going to become a thing of the past. Not too long. With the way everything is going, the streaming platforms, releasing the movies day of. Because, yeah. I mean, HBO Max isn't the only person to do that. Disney no, no. Plus has done it. Yeah, with I Soul. Mean, Soul was destined for a theater Soul, release. Mulan. Yeah, both theater releases. Yeah. Trolls was... Uh, World, 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 yeah, world tour. Yep, the, was... the movies we know because of our kids. Kids, how many times I bought that fucking them. movie? Lofton wanted to watch it, so I thought it was a for a treat. We pulled out the couch, we were like, All right, cool. Well, we have a pull out couch, like the bed yeah. for the couch, yeah. So we, we just yeah. watched the movie there. We got popcorn, it was just a 24 hour rental. The next day, he wanted to watch it again. Should have just bought it. It was at the time, it wasn't there for oh, you could you purchase. couldn't buy it for the $24 or whatever. No, so I paid another $24, and then two weeks later, he wanted to watch it again. I would have just said no, watch something else. I feel bad, so yeah, I'm, sorry, and so I, it's, <laughs> I have this movie, we're gonna watch something else. And then I ended and then up I'll fucking, buy and then I ended up fucking buying the movie. And he hasn't watched it since. Never. He has not watched it once. That's how it goes. Yes. My favorite is uh, when I wake up and Debbie's like, "Did you buy a movie on Amazon?" No, I haven't been See, on Amazon. Is... Loli's been on Amazon, and she bought Peppa Pig. <laughs> Your grown ass watching about... Peppa Pig. Well, no, she just she didn't know what it was. She's just she's seen that something that had been purchased on Amazon. I'm like, no, I haven't bought nothing. Asta has bought in a couple movies, <laughs> but it's just stepping on the remote. He has purchased a few movies as well. Any good ones? Um, I don't remember. Oh. I really don't. You want know to grinds my gears right now? What's that? When Mallory wants to start speaking out loud when I'm recording, just to I can't like, hear. oh, I know, just to. I guess to prove me wrong or just to prove that I'm spreading misinformation somehow. What a misinformation are you spreading? That Lofton has watched the trolls. <laughs> They're not sponsoring us. Stop showing the bag. <laughs> you never know. They might one day. They'll see us and they'll be like, damn, you was the one throwing our shit up on there. We got like thousands of orders put in. I was like, yeah. Sponsorship. Give me free popcorn. I'll keep putting y'all out there. That's all you want? That shit's good. I hope you know this whole production thing costs money. Look, this is the Wings and Ranch. If you want, I can go to my kitchen and get the other five bags in order of different flavors. Motherfucker, you haven't even tried the one that I got you. Sour cream and chives, dill pickle, cookies and cream. Mm. So good. All right, can you just cut out sponsoring them, please? I'm just naming flavors. All right, actually, I do want to give a shout out to a company that's not sponsoring us, Frothy Monkey. Jesus, mm-hmm. their cinnamon rolls are the tits. Yeah. Oh my god, they are they are delicious. A little too sweet for me, but absolutely delicious. And their All coffee, right. fucking amazing. And we're doing call outs. I'm just saying. Um... <laughs> Nobody wants that shitty water. Get <sighs> <laughs> sparkling ice you are the best <laughs> your pomegranate blueberry never stop making it bro we should just start making start making social media posts for these companies that don't sponsor us <laughs> yeah force for them sure. in, force them into a sponsorship <laughs> <laughs> use my promo code what is it oh we we haven't gotten one yet not, not we're, yet we're still waiting for the company hey company 
Yeah. You know what? Can you spam the company to just give us a promo code? <laughs> if it worked like that, man, that'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Why not? I think you have to have an audience first. Damn. Hmm. You're really going to diss the 30 listeners that we have? <laughs> Do we really have 30 people? Yeah. 30 new Holy listeners. Holy shit. That's crazy. What was this, episode five? Episode Six? Five. five. This is five, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. hi, 30 people. <laughs> I'm impressed with that, honestly. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, me, you, Debbie, Mallory. That's four, so. Well, then there's, uh, like, four of my friends that may be listeners. So that's eight. So 22. 22 unique listeners. Outside of our still, inner circle. That's still pretty good. Yeah, some dude in San Francisco. Shout out to him. San Fran, let's go! <laughs> some dude in Birmingham. I was like, all right, Birmingham, I see you. Way to show up. People in Connecticut, I was like, all right, back home, I see you. Connecticut, that probably, uh, that's probably Josh, the guy I used to work with. Yeah, I was like, all right. He he liked the, he hit the thumbs up on Facebook on my first video that I posted. So that's possible. Shout out to anybody that I know that's listening that didn't get called out. Thank you. We appreciate your support. Yeah. Appreciation for- episode, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Appreciation day. <laughs> Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and the follow button on whatever platform you're on. Shout out to my screaming girlfriend in the background. Shout out to her. What? Just what? Interrupting again. Woo! Hey, see now. Now I don't need the Michael Jackson picture. <laughs> I can just do sure, it. I'm making sure she's not throwing shit at me. Not I can do it live time. Live time. With the Southern Colonel's Gourmet Popcorn, Wings and Ranch flavor. Oh, man. You can find them on southerncolonels.com. Bro, they're not going to sponsor if you fuck up their name. I fuck up everything I say, okay? (laughs) You don't recall that one episode, English is Hard? It's a fucking struggle. You got anything you want to add on to the uh, topics for Appreciation Day? Today I woke up pissed. I woke up like in a mood to... That was me uh, Sunday. Yeah, like I woke up ready to get into an argument at work like i was like fuck it somebody wants to come at me let's go <laughs> i'm losing my job today <laughs> uh, i got shout out uh nate man the guy i work with gave me a tip for um one of the things we've been having like a lot of issues with over the last couple weeks with our job what he told me to do just got it <sighs> worked perfectly because like i can't i don't really want to go into specifics or details about my job because i don't know if it's really allowed so that's why I try to minimize the amount of information I give. Yeah, let's but, let's, uh, let's err on the side of caution. Yeah, shout out to Nate for uh, helping me out. Appreciate that. If you ever listen, something that some problem that I have with like doing the, the editing is, am I editing for the video or do I edit for the audio? So ninety nine point nine nine percent of our listeners are that or audio or audio. So I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck, I really don't care about the video. So no, if you see I, I always ed- yeah, always edit for the audio. So if you look at our YouTube, we yeah, are it, fucking uh, robots. Uh, 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 <laughs> I, I was watching it the other day. I was just like, this shit needs to be smoother. We got poor production quality. Dude. We need to fire the guy who ever does the editing. And then I remembered it was you. <laughs> you fire 50% of the podcast. <laughs> like 30% you mean? I'm just kidding. That's not Are true. Are you the 30%? <laughs> no. I'm the 70%. I'm the voice and the face. Look at this beauty. You're the sassy. No, just, no, 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 
Uh, I'm the what? The sassy comic relief. Let's just. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Appreciate your your loving girlfriend. Show her some love. Instead of the things that piss you off, what are some of the things that you love about her? Oh my god. Let's like go down this rabbit hole, Doctor Phil. Oh, let's do it. We did. We did what pisses us off last week. Let's do what makes us happy this week. That that is a topic. So if Mallory doesn't know that I love her as much as I possibly can, maybe this little segment will show her that I do. She deals with my shit, right? And I mean, I think I said this last week. On paper, I'm probably a shitty ass boyfriend. The way she treats my kid, me, it is it's beyond more than what I could ask for. Yeah. Way more than I deserve. Uh she cooks for me. She's actually a really good cook to pipe, despite what I said a couple episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was just an Easter egg for her to see like if she's actually listening. Yeah. Took her like three did weeks. She, took her, took did her she like hear? Yeah, two weeks after the episode aired, she goes, What the fuck do you mean I'm a bad cook? <laughs> That's funny. But no, she cooks for me and she cooks these amazing meals and she's actually very methodical about it. She Yeah. Yeah, she does her shopping. Do you think she do you think she feels pressure? to do well in the kitchen because of what you do for a living yes and no at the same time right? if it's me i wouldn't give two shit like motherfucker it was frozen pizza you eat it or you don't <laughs> i don't care at some level right i can appreciate fine dining food because i've done it but i also know where i grew up right right i remember I, I know what i grew up eating i remember what i grew up i appreciate taco bell just as much as i appreciate a five-star meal a meal is a meal at you're, the end of the day and you're I, not one of those pretentious assholes that are like that can't touch my tongue. Oh, fuck no. I am. Like, give me that sloppy toppy. I want it. Exactly. I think that means something else, by the way. So it probably wasn't the best terminology to use, but... Mm, Urban Dictionary at Rookwick before... <laughs> sloppy toppy, I think, is head. But... I'll take that. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it fits. It's good. I appreciate the meals that I get, right? She has made bland-ass rice over and over and over again and i still eat it because at the end of the day it's still a meal and i appreciate the fuck that she even tried or she even does anything can't for help. me look she can't help it she's white okay white people don't know about spices oh my god so my mom came over right and Mallory's explaining how she does rice she does it in the microwave my mom looked like she was the devil that same oh exact look that you have right now sure. <laughs> i mean i wouldn't even cook rice in the microwave <laughs> But, but that's partly to do with yeah. But it worries. I mean, we get a rice cooker. I did. That's that's one of the presents I got for Christmas. Don't laugh. That's what she wanted. Okay, that's fair. That's just <laughs> you're cooking in the microwave. Mama comes home and then for Christmas, <clears throat> this one's for you. <laughs> oh, a rice cooker. Yes, it's a rice cooker. It's not a microwave. By the way, I'm just joking. It's all for fun. Where's my little sheet of paper? <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> and she tells me she loves me every day, you know? Yeah. It's That's some, good. Yeah. Those little things that, that she does. And because I've already been through a very serious relationship beforehand, and I see, and I know what I don't want anymore, right. I went through that checklist in my head, and I said, okay, this is not what I want. This is not the type of person that I want. She hits all the boxes that I do want. Any little flaws she has... I can overlook because of the amount of great she actually does. Yeah, that's good. You just need to teach her about Goya. Oh, she knows about Goya now. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know shit about cooking, but I know enough because of Debbie and your mom, at least what 
what what I'm working with. If I had to cook, I probably could, but it's more effort than I ever want to put into it. And if I tried cooking, I probably could. That's what you do every day, isn't it? <laughs> if I tried. That's like me that's like me saying if I tried to play a game, I could be good at it. But like it's what that's you do every day. <laughs> but it, that sentiment's not true at all. I do try every day, and I'm just not good at it. I just suck at what I do. Okay, <laughs> like when I'm playing Smite, like there's times where I know I shouldn't be doing something. I do it anyways. Or the team's calling out, "Hey, don't do that, Brit. Don't do that." Here I am, just <laughs> chucking along. <laughs> <laughs> something bad. Ah. My bad team. We told you. I, I know. I know you told me, but. No beef for my family has tried my food. I have not tried Debbie's food yet. You gotta have her steak. Right. Like, I've. Uh, I've... No, 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 no. Her steak is. Uh, it's one of the. It's, it's the best thing I've ever had. Honestly. So for those. When we first. Who... Go ahead. For those who are listening and don't know the background that we're talking about, Debbie has a culinary degree. And from what I hear, she's amazing at actually cooking. She just doesn't want to do it for a living, which more power to no, her. She, right? does, she doesn't like cooking for people. That's what it is. She doesn't like cooking for people. She wants to cook for herself. That's it. As selfish as that fucking sounds, but okay. <laughs> for me, it's the opposite, right? I mean, I, I get the benefit from it, so I'm okay with it. That's true. I wish people could see me how I am like in a kitchen. I'm yeah. a very different person than what I am in real life. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that's your work, you know what I mean? You're, you're focused, you know? That's a, it's a different... It's a completely different you, right? It's yeah. the same way with me when it comes to my job. Like, you know, now, I mean, I still keep some of my personality because I have to deal with people face to face, you know, so I keep that uh, upbeat, positive, funny, charismatic type shit that I can do. But at the same time, I'm also very focused on getting my job done and staying professional in that same sense. Of course. For, for me, like Debbie's cooking is a blessing because obviously I don't cook at all. I, I think I can cook like one meal that's not out of a box. And that was tilapia. Like I do a lemon pepper tilapia with some greens and some black eyed peas. And it's a good meal. She doesn't eat fish, so I don't get to cook it. But that's like the only meal that I can cook. Are you frozen? You look frozen on my screen. You're frozen on my oh, screen. Oh, you just were stoic. Oh, okay. You just like <laughs> I'm listening. But, yeah. But uh Debbie's uh her steak. So when we first met, like I didn't really enjoy steak. And I think it had a lot to do with how I had steak prepared for me growing up. It was always cooked well done, so that's what I preferred. <laughs> um, yeah, trust me. I know. I know my mistake. <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> but um, so I'd always had it prepared well done, you know, as a child growing up. And it was never good cuts of steak either because, you know, we weren't well-off family no. when, you know, I mean, growing up. We, we, we got by. But so, you know, when when my mom did go get steaks, you know, she got what she could and, you know, I, I ate it and enjoyed it, but I always used A1 with it. And it was always, to me, tough and just not good. I just never really enjoyed it. Well, A1? I used to not like the fact that, yeah, your face is, yeah, it was yeah that face right there. Yep. So as I got older and... You know, my stepdad came into the picture, and he would cook my steaks. Well, I never really liked my steak bloody, because one, at the time, I didn't really know that it wasn't blood as much as it was the hemoglobin in the steak and the way that that whole transaction works, right? Well, 
the first time Debbie cooked me a steak, she ended up cooking it. It was more of a medium, but I didn't have the heart to send it back because she had spent all day cooking. And, you know, I wasn't, this is like when we first got together and she just made steak. I wasn't going to be like, it's not well done. I don't, I just ate it. Oh my God. It was, so you watch Food Wars, right? Yeah. Yeah. The whole orgasmic, crazy scenes that they have in that anime <laughs> when they eat the food. That is literally what happened to me. Like, it was life-changing. And I had A1 on my plate, but I took the first bite without it, and I finished that steak without any, any A1, anything. And now I won't eat my steak any other way than medium. <laughs> with, and I don't want any additives unless it's sautéed mushrooms. But I don't want it poured over my steak. No, I want it on the side so that way I can take the mushroom and then the steak and eat it, you know, like that. Because I don't want any extra. I enjoy the taste of a good steak. Ribeye. For cut, I love a ribeye. And it's just fucking her steaks are delicious. My favorite is when she does like a salt crust. Like yeah. she salts it and then sears it in the pan to where it gets that, that nice little crust finish. So when I bite into it, it's just crunchy. I get, salty. The, I get the succulent of the meat and the juice from the inside, but then I have that salty crust on the, Oh my God. It's fucking delicious. First meal I ever cooked for Mallory was actually short ribs. I cooked her short ribs. I'm trying to remember now, but she was at work and I went to her place and I put the short ribs in so that way her house can smell when she walked in. And then I made yeah. her risotto-style cauliflower with some green beans. No, asparagus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was... Yeah, we had asparagus with the steak. But clearly, you can see how passionate I am about that steak. Yeah. <laughs> like, how much I love it. Like, like she literally changed my world with that one meal. And then every other meal that has followed, obviously, you know what I'm saying, she... She's an amazing cook, and I love her food, and I love her to death for cooking me food. It's, it's, yeah. Yep. So I always told her, if we ever break up, we still live together. She goes, why? I was like, <laughs> well, one, I don't want to get to know another person. And two, I mean, who else is going to cook for me like you do? So <laughs> your, new, your new boyfriend will just have to deal. <laughs> you can just come, come live with us. <laughs> Fine. Fuck it. As long as I still get food and we have a, a happy home for Loli, it's fine. Who's that? It's your uncle. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Debbie has a lot of... Loli has a lot of uncles. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I do. I love Debbie to death. She, she, she deals with a lot of shit with me and my anxiety and she's always there for me. And... She does a lot around here, you know what I mean, that she doesn't get enough appreciation for. So, shout out to you, babe. Love you. Shout out to you, babe. I love you. <laughs> She's, uh, and to you, Kiki. But... And to you, Kiki. I love you too, buddy. Mallory. Babe. I love you. No, I'm not. I was actually talking a lot of nice shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's when you know how much shit we talk that they think we're being funny. Oh, here she is. Are you being nice? I am being nice. 
I wasn't oh, at first. Not? I was talking a lot of shit at first. I'm kidding. I Hold on. All the way I took rice. <laughs> not anymore. Thanks to my Instapot. <laughs> He's lying. About what? Me talking all the nice shit, I guess. <laughs> you can hear it. You'll hear it in two weeks. <laughs> Just watch that. I'm, I'm kidding. Tell her I'm joking. Hmm? I'm joking. It is a joke. He's joking. He's joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit but no for real though after a moment of our sponsorships southern colonel we'll be right back southern colonel do you like the flavor of the south in one bite mm. Mm, southern colonel <laughs> it should be a commercial <laughs> What'd you do? You just see us on the internet one day for Southern Colonel. It's just this clip. <laughs> I'd be calling our fucking lawyers. I'll be like, what lawyers, bro? You got one. Call him. <laughs> Get him on the phone. Oh, man. No, fuck it. They want to plaster our face out there. Just let them. Just leave the tag. Well, they, leave the tag. That's need, all I ask. They need to give us... Free popcorn. You already said your yeah. demands. I'm going to drop him popcorn. You don't even want money. You just want popcorn. Yeah. I just want that's coffee. all I need. I just want coffee. That's all That's all I want. I'm not going to be too picky. <laughs> I had to pick up the popcorn that I dropped so Austin doesn't get a hold of it. Dog, I don't know how. Popcorn? I don't know, but he probably shouldn't eat wings and ranch popcorn. Can it taste spice? I don't know. I don't know, actually. I was going to say, I, I assume that dog could taste spice because they have taste buds, right? Chickens can't taste spice. You know that? Do chickens have tongue? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm 99% sure chickens have tongues. I'm not 100% sure. I've never, like, <laughs> killed a chicken, opened up its mouth. Let's Google this, dude. Chickens have tongues. Yes, they do. They do have tongues. I they have an important role. Without tongues, chickens would not be able to eat very well. It may be small, but a chicken's tongue is a vital part of its anatomy. Huh. Go the more you go. know. Reading rainbow. <laughs> Ooh, dog. So last night we're sitting here and Debbie, there's this cat outside. Okay, someone dropped it off. Um just randomly? It was just Yeah. And it, it's a very friendly, very friendly cat. Like it it just this lady was outside and it, it ran up to her and so she started petting it and she picked it up and was just loving on it. Well, she goes to get in her car to drive away. The cat jumped in the car and was like, let's go. It was just ready to leave. <laughs> and um, so we posted it up on Facebook on some of these pet advocate sites trying to find a home for it. Well, last night it just sat in our windowsill and was just meowing. And it's, you know, obviously it's snowing outside. And she's like, I feel so bad for this cat. And if you all don't know Debbie, she, she a, hates cats. She's allergic. She's allergic, like really allergic, and she hates them because of how allergic she is. Okay. But she's like, I feel really bad. She's like, Should we do something? I was like, well, What do you want me to do? I was like, You want me to bring it in? She goes, No. I was like, Are you sure? And she goes, No. And so I just let it go. Well, about two o'clock, I decided to go check outside, like how bad the snow is. And the cat is down a little ways, up against the wall, just. Oh. Real weak, just weak meows. And so I call it over. 
obviously my dog's going ape shit in the background on the at the door. And so I go into the bedroom and I was like, do you just want me to bring the cat and put it in the bathroom at least until morning? And she goes, yeah, I guess it's fine. And so we brought it in so it wasn't like completely cold. But and then this morning she she took the cat. She did. Took the cat in her car and ran it down to Louisville Metro to run it through the system to see if it was chipped. And Louisville Metro seen that seen its ear and realized it had already been through their system. You know what I'm saying? They had already neutered it and everything. Because the little they, they clipped the ear like at the top part on one of their ears. And that's I guess their way of knowing that they've already brought it in, neutered it, and put it back out in the wild. So obviously you can't have any more kittens. But they're like, there's nothing else we can do with it. And so she had, you know, we were forced to bring it back and, you know, put it back outside. But so, yeah, we're trying to find a uh, find a home for that cat. But I thought it was funny that she she advocated so fiercely for something she hates so passionately. It's out of the heart. She's a good person. Yeah, I I am not going to tell you what I've done in my sketchy past of a culinarian. Because I think it would break a lot of hearts and. What you cook a cat? No, hell no, no, no pets. Yeah, I mean that's your job. I get it, but that's still like that's rough. Like I feel bad for the lobsters at Red Lobster just sitting in the tank waiting. <laughs> like your time's coming, buddy. You name them first. Make it personal. Uh-huh. Oh God, that's horrible. <laughs> that's rough. There's you know how many times I've I've went to like a goat farm for a slaughter. Mm-hmm. Plenty of times. I, w- I would name them before I would pick them up. Well, PETA's coming. We're getting ready to get PETA'd the fuck up. They're going to start throwing fucking paint at our houses. Do you think a polar bear cares about my life? No, it's not that. It's just PETA, the advocation for animal rights. Oh, I understand we who t- they are. We were talking about pets, not food. And you're like, I've slaughtered rabbits and goats. <laughs> And cows, I've slaughtered plenty of those. Um, well, look, I seen something on Facebook, and it was like, "Would you still eat it if it had a name?" Oh yes. yeah, I would try to find one that had my name, and then I'd eat that one. That's what the <laughs> that's what the post said, or whatever. And I thought it was funny, but yeah, you you could put a flower or dress it up however you want. A steak still a steak to me at the end of the day, and I'm gonna eat the fuck out of it. I am a carnivore. I'm a meat eater. I'm vegans. More power to you guys. I don't have you know no qualms with the way you live. But don't hate on me for the way that I live. I, I, I like meat. It is what it is. Some animals are food. And they're like, well, where do you draw the line? I usually stop at horse. But <laughs> if it gets down to the nitty gritty and that's all that there is, then, you know, I might reconsider. But I have no problem with vegans, vegetarians, or anything like that. A lot of my friends are. Yeah, and I mean, more power to them for that. And honestly. I have tried that lifestyle. I wanted to see how they live and see through through their shoes right yeah as a culinarian as a person that stands in the kitchen with chef coat on if my customer is demanding a burger i'm gonna serve them a fucking good ass burger but you need to know how that burger tastes because you can't send out food you're not tasting exactly you gotta know if it's good if it's worthy they also pay me to make sure i'm giving them the best experience possible right right if that means to slaughter some Goats and chickens and rabbits and cows, pigs. I've been to a lot of farms and picked out a lot of animals. And for those, who- that's fine. I personally couldn't do that portion of the job. Like you can give me the meat, I'll cook it, but I couldn't be the killer. I would feel awful. 
oh, I'm not the killer. I'm like, I'm the opposite of the president does on Thanksgiving. You know how he pardons a chicken or a turkey? Yeah, I unpardon any of those animals that are alive. Yeah. I'm like, nah, that one's mine. Yeah. His name is Charlie, and he's going into that room, and he's going to come out beautifully done. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't have a problem picking out the animal, but I just don't want to be around when it dies. I have seen many of them. Yeah. And so we should probably we should probably cut this whole like section just because it was appreciation day and it kind of went sideways into a more very dark and morbid place. Yeah. Yeah. Save save it for save it for a TikTok combo or something. Save for it sure. for the social media. Yeah. We're probably not even then at that point. I'm yeah. actually just gonna leave it in, but it's a, it's a it's a terrible way to end appreciation day. I'm appreciating the animals that come to my kitchen. All right, that's fair. Self appreciation. No, I don't appreciate myself. No. I don't really appreciate myself <laughs> either. Self depreciation. Okay. All right. It's the new year, right? Mm hmm. How can we put more positivity out there? About being more positive. Is it helping one person a day? Is it? Working? I wouldn't really set a goal of helping one person a day because you might not be able to help one person a day. So you help maybe your but maybe your time spent other because see there you go you're setting an expectation for yourself to fail, and that's that's where you go wrong, right? You do what you can to help others when you can. If the opportunity arises and you can pay it forward, pay it forward. If you see an opportunity to you know. Um, make someone smile, do it. Pay a compliment. You know, the smallest gestures can mean the, like, could have the biggest impact on someone's day. Just, you know, telling somebody that their hair looks nice or you really like their coat. Um, you know, whatever the case is, but just by being nice and being kind to each other and always be mindful that you don't know what someone else is going through. So that compliment that you pay somebody could change their entire day completely. Could make them feel a million bucks when they may have been feeling down in the dirt for whatever reason. So just always be mindful and try to be kind. Because if you set that expectation that I'm going to help one person a day, well, then you start, at least for me, that, that adds a, that stress and anxiety. I didn't help no one today, so now i got to do two tomorrow. Well, then it's going to end up being 10 by the end of the month. And this is not good. I start getting behind, and then I feel the stress. So, for me, <laughs> for me personally, I will try to help someone out. I won't set any expectations past that, but being mindful and just paying a compliment to someone could be the biggest gesture in their eyes. And it doesn't take anything out of your wallet. Doesn't take any time from your day to just be nice. I can do that. I can. I can stand by that. You being know? nice because it's. Again, if I'm in the line, I'm not the nicest guy. If I'm online playing a game, I'm not the nicest guy either. But that's different though, right? It's not. Toxicity because in a game is, is kind of like... It shouldn't be. But it is. Plain and simple. Yeah, it is. But it's a it's another problem with the community, right? Like, Still, you don't know what these people are going through at home. And you're, then you're over right. here. you're over here talking mad shit, telling them they suck and they need to uninstall the game because... They had a bad game, or they're just not very good at it. Either way, I shouldn't have said those things the other day. 
Did you really? Oh, I did. <laughs> the guy was an asshole, though, so, so I didn't feel bad for it. If I'm going to get angry at a game, I would never be that blatantly rude. Just because at one point in time, I was that bad. I probably still am that bad. So I just start, I make a comedy out of it, right? I tell them that they love mayonnaise. I don't know why that triggers people as bad as it does. I'm pretty sure I could have told him to uninstall the game. He would have taken it a lot better than me telling him, bruh, it's all good. I know you're eating mayonnaise right now. And he was just like, <laughs> he was just not. Not happening. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like the, the other night we were playing and I just, I got into a slew of just bad games where like I was playing uh, an ADC role and the supports that I had were just, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. I mean, I'm not great at ADC, but I mean, they weren't even following the meta. They just weren't doing shit the right way. Okay. So for those of listening who don't know gamer lingo, ADC means attack damage carry meta is the current state of the game. What is strong. So continue. Sorry. Support. Yeah. Is exactly support what... yeah they support the 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 carry but um so in smite like right now there's they have this item um it's a consumable it's called the the hand of god and um you can use it on a jungle camp and these supports just didn't even buy it and you know him not buying it is unfortunate but it's not the biggest thing the biggest thing was i was at the camp waiting the guy was a straight afk so the minions spawn, the game starts. AFK is away, away from, from keyboard. keyboard. Yep. But so he's not he's not a, he's not there. He's still at the base. I'm already at the fucking jungle camp waiting. Minions are spawning, going to lane, game starting. He's not there, so I can't do the jungle camp. So that means I don't get the XP that I need. And I miss out on that XP, and then I'm forced to solo lane against two other players. And I have to play. I have to play back. So I'm I'm getting forced off of my wave, which means I'm losing more XP and gold. And then he comes back and he's just like, "Sorry," in in the in the end game chat. And I'm like, "Bruh." And then when he gets to lane, he just proceeds to fuck off and do stupid shit and gets me killed. And I proceed to rage at that point for the rest of the game. <laughs> yep. Fuck that guy. I did not like him at all. That's one person he you does, don't appreciate. He he does not get appreciation day. Fuck <laughs> him and everything he stands for. That's something else we need to get. We need to get a soundboard. A soundboard. Well, you have to get the soundboard. I have a I have a Streamlabs that can do soundboard stuff, but because you're the one recording, it wouldn't come through my audio. But you could do the air horn. Purr, 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 purr. <laughs> Southern Colonel Popcorn! That's <laughs> uh, funny. What should the title of this? Uh... Appreciation Day. For Southern I've Colonel. S- <laughs> no, no, no. I've said, I've said, the, I've said the title like twelve times. I know. Hoping you you would pick up on it. Oh, like, I know, but I, okay. I, I did pick it up. Okay. But I just Fair wanted enough. to put. I wanted you to say it so I could say for Southern Colonel. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, appreciation day for sure. So I should probably not wear a white shirt if I'm gonna have my white light on, so my face isn't so dark. Because the white shirt with the white light, then I just get whitewashed and I look like Casper. 
Bro, half your wardrobe is white shirts. I have a lot of white shirts. And I bought, I just bought like fucking 20 more plain white tees because I had to get rid of all my old ones. Because <laughs> I'm a fat bastard and I sweat a lot. I'm surprised you haven't been wearing your merch that you got for Christmas. Oh, I, I wear that out in public, not just lounging around at home. But you're recording. That's true, but yeah, I probably could wear some shirts for recording instead of just my white tees. I like my white tees, though. They're comfortable. This is a plain white tee. They're comfy. They they go around the neckline good. They don't sag or... No, it, you looks, know. it looks good. I like them. They're nice. They're that uh, they're one brand. Uh, that, that guy, I don't know, George uh, something. The clothes brand, George. I don't know what the fuck his name is, but... He has ties and pants and shirts. Shout out to you, mm-hmm. George. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Appreciate your shirts, buddy. Style. So, what do we, how do we close out? Uh, I don't know. Make something up on the spot, I guess. I'm Britton. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening to us this evening, or day, or whatever time you listen to us. Make sure you hit that like button, the follow, the subscribe, the notifications, whatever platform you're on. Whatever platform. And again, please know that you can find us on simplecast.com slash gourmetandgamer. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, gourmetandgamer, uh, iTunes, gourmetandgamer, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere you want to find us, we are there. Uh, you can find me on social media. It's just under my name, though. We don't have a Facebook yet. I don't. So, yeah, I don't have social media. You can get me through Gourmet Gamer. I probably won't respond. But. (laughs) You tell your fans to reach out if they ever need to talk, and then you just tell them blatantly straight out, I just won't respond. Oh, Brent will respond. I won't. I'll just forward him the emails. There you go. he's He's the omnivert. Yeah. I'm the asshole. So worst outro ever, by the way. <laughs> you wanna do it again? <laughs> no, it's good. Just leave it. It's real. That's the thing. Non scripted show. Everything we talk about is real. <laughs>